some changes we're starting a new a new chapter <laughs> from the book of song <laughs> even um, getting ahead of ourselves we'll get to that build to build that build to that um yeah welcome to honestly a horror cast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe wow one take. <laughs> one take wonder. That's I'm us. glad that it, that you were saying a horror cast because I can't say the word horror. Horror. I just say horror. <laughs> it's a horror cast. That's different. That's our only fans version. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> we'll get Horgates. there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. We're we're doing something different yes. over here. After several years of honestly mm-hmm. a podcast, mm-hmm. we've decided to branch out. Yeah, do something different. We're following our hearts. We're we choosing are. our, our passions. <laughs> we're following our passions. Um, so yeah, um, that brings us here. That brings us here. We will be discussing horror movies on this podcast. Seasons upon seasons of horror movies. Yeah, I mean, like, we really just said we're shaking everything up. (laughs) Content. Seasons. Format. Colors. Colors. Aesthetic. Everything. Everything must go. Everything (laughs) must change. And it did. And it did. So, welcome back to those of you who knew Honestly a Podcast and are going to stick around for Honestly a Horror Cast. And welcome to those of you that are just tuning in for the first time now. Exciting. We hope you enjoy. We're thrilled to have you. Oh my god, I feel nervous too. I know, I'm like nervous. <laughs> I'm like giggly. I'm like, oh my god. I just, like, first of all, we're out of practice, oh, which god, I don't yeah. think helps, but... It just feels weird to be doing something different. Right? And, you know, the first one, you have to ease into it. We're yeah. easing into it. We're starting somewhere that we know and we love. Familiar territory. Yeah. So for our first episode, well, our first season, let's start there. Let's We're start deep there. diving into the entire Saw franchise. The what a better franchise. place to start than that. You know, we were so excited when Saw X came out, and it just felt like a great place to start this new era of the podcast. So we will be going through every film in the (laughs) franchise, including Spiral. Even Spiral. Um, And even Saw 3D. (laughs) Even Saw 3D. Even Jigsaw. 
we're gonna cover them all um so we will be posting every other week um on Schedule fridays the same <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge Schedule we've definitely been posting on schedule um and so every week we're gonna talk about a different movie in the saw franchise starting from the very beginning the with very saw beginning 2004 <laughs> so let's get into it round of applause, round of applause. Are we getting into it? I think we should. Are we getting right into it? <laughs> I think we should get right into it. I liked the, there was like a fist. It was. Oh, okay. 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 So the film opens mm-hmm. with Adam, sweet Adam, uh, waking up in a bathtub filled with water. Mm-hmm. He flails his foot. As you do. And catches the drain. And a mysterious object that we don't know what it is goes down the drain yeah. with it. And you think, mm, that might that be significant will, later. That will come up later. And it does. It does. Um, soon revealed he's not alone. From the other side, the light flickers on. Yeah, don't worry. Eyes meet. His boyfriend's there. <laughs> His boyfriend's there. Eyes meet. The love story begins. Because let's, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Let's get this straight right let's now. Let's get this straight right now. This movie is not. <laughs> That's... That's it. That's the tagline. They're in love. It's very homoerotic. And we need to talk about it. We're chain shippers until the day we die. Wait, what did you just say? Chain shippers. That's what they're called. That's what their ship is called. I didn't know that. Chain shipping. I feel like it's only a matter of time before I dive into like that world on AO3. Right. It's... We'll get there. We'll get there. We're building to that. But it's... The film is two things. Very blue. Very blue. <laughs> Very green, actually, in points as well. Don't worry, I have that in the Oh, notes. do you? Yeah. And... Very gay. Very gay. And that's, you know, that's important. No, it's a queer love story. It and is. I think it's really important. It was very cutting edge for 2004, you know? I think that's more what people were upset about, not the fact that it was some sort of torture porn, as oh they said. God. But now, I know we talked about it when we watched the movie again. Yes. But, like, what were they on about? <laughs> it's so funny. So, Saw came out in 2004. We were 10 years old. I, I, yeah, sorry. We don't need to get into that right now. (laughs) I obviously, maybe not obviously, I'm sure 10 year olds saw it. I didn't see it because I didn't like scary things when I was younger, but I remember like the cultural conversation around Saw when it came out and the term torture porn being like thrown around and just like everybody was up in arms losing their shit about this movie. And then like when I finally did watch it for the first time years later, it's like, what? I know. Like, they this? were... This? This is y'all's torture porn? No one gets tortured in the no. movie. No. Maybe, like, tortured, like, emotionally. Emotionally tortured, sure. Yeah. But, like, Heart physically? Sick. Not really. Not really. <laughs> so, the light goes on. Dr. Lawrence Gordon on the other side. King. On the, they lock eyes. Mm-hmm. They immediately... And the notes, <laughs> they immediately started playing 21 questions. They're, like, <laughs> flirting right off the bat. I'm like, oh, my God. What did we walk in on? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're in a dilapidated bathroom. Yeah. There is all kinds of smears on the walls, on the ground. I said in my notes, where did all the shit come from? I he Did he put it there? John. John. <laughs> John. You card. He's crazy for that one. Um, Between them in the room is a dead body Mm. holding a revolver and a tape recorder. 
Um, they both discovered that they have tapes in their pockets, and Dr. Gordon also has a single bullet in his little envelope. <laughs> his little envelope. Um, Adam's tape refers to him as a voyeur and says, are you going to watch yourself die or do something about it? While Dr. Gordon's tape instructs him to kill Adam before <laughs> six o'clock or his wife and child will die. <laughs> Which is like two very different stakes, yeah. it feels like. It's like, Adam, just get out of the room. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to kill you. We're not going to tell you that part. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like fair that like one person has to kill the other, but the other person just has to get out of the room. It's, yeah, it's not equal. They're not on even footing. What? Footing? Anyone? Well, also, who let the dogs out? Oh, the dogs are barking the entire film. There's a lot of toes yeah. being shown. Yeah. Grimy toes on tile floor. No, like, they were selling feet pics. They were. This is also where they're, like, asking each other all the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks him a question, like, if he's a surgeon, but it has, like, a... He's like, are you, like, a surgeon? It no, was, like, an like undertone. A, there's, like, a wink-wink Like, wink, it was nudge, a code. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? No, it's like, are you a surgeon? Are you, like, a surgeon? You know? Like, is that, like, a... <laughs> category on like grinder it is is. it's bear surgeon (laughs) twink twink (laughs) that's that's what they're going through um they also discover hacksaws in the back of the toilet toilet tank the titular saw marked by a little heart drawn in poop (laughs) which is very interesting but it also that means that john might also be a chain shipper i think he might be he was like, it's here. Heart. <laughs> Love ya. Like, that's such that's such a specific thing to draw in shit. It is. It is. It's a point was trying to be made. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure what it was. But, I mean, like, it was intentional. It, to one use thing about one of John. our favorite words. He's a very intentional guy. He's a very guy. intentional kind of guy. Um... They try to undress each other. He's like, mm-hmm. use your shirt to get the to get the tape recorder from him. Don't they, like, swing it or something? Yeah, to yeah, get... yeah. So just take take off your shirt. Are you a surgeon? Wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, Hacksaw's in the toilet. They try to cut the chain. They're going after the chain. It's not cutting through. And then the surgeon, <laughs> he goes, oh, it's not for the chain. It's for the ankles. Iconic. It is. It's a really it beautiful is. moment. It is. They work together to figure something <laughs> out. Teamwork makes the dream work. It does. Then the flashbacks start. Okay. <laughs> this is the note that I made about the coloring of this film. Yes. When we are in present day, it's blue. So very blue. But if there's a flashback, oh baby, it's green. <laughs> they said we're going to give you two colors. That's how you can tell what day we are currently in. If we are in present day, blue. Past tense, green. And I think that's nice. And they also do like a lot of fun transitions. Oh yeah. Where it's like, there's one point, (laughs) I love this hand movement I'm doing. There's one point where it's like, half the screen is Dr. Gordon, and then half the screen is like the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and it's all green. All green. (laughs) Like everything is green. It's like, yeah. My goodness. 
Good for you guys. No, they really went wild with like the Microsoft PowerPoint transitions. <laughs> they did. They said, you know what would be cool in 2004? <laughs> All of it. And they were right. Throw every transition in. And they did. The flashback starts and we see um, one of the first victims that we get a get an eye on. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just a guy. Is Mark first? No, it's not Mark first. Is it it's not? Paul first in oh, the wire maze. Yeah, it is Paul. Anyways, there's there's traps. We get traps. <laughs> we get flashbacks of traps from crimes previously. Previous crimes. Previous crimes. And this is where we find out why they're trap why Jigsaw is mad at people. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because at this point, like, have we really even been introduced to Jigsaw? No. This is just, this is when um, Dr. Gordon's like, oh, I think I know what this is. And then you get the flashbacks of, like, what happened before. So we meet the detectives Mm -hmm. going in and seeing Paul in the wires. Yes. And the other detective, Carrie, the one woman detective we see for a fleeting moment. Right, yes. She's there. (laughs) Wait, I'm so sorry. I'm just looking at these notes now. Is her name Allison Carey? I think that's what it said on one of the wikis. So you know what I'm about to say. Oh no. If her name's Allison Carey <laughs> and Dr. Gordon's wife is Allison Gordon, they really just got lazy they with got the names. Lazy. Two Allisons? And uh, the mistress doesn't have a last name. Everyone else has a last name. Wow. Even, even people we see for a fleeting moment, they have last names. Carla? She's just Carla. And that simply will not do. We won't stand for it. We see um, the flammable jelly trap. Yeah. Why, what is that? Why can't I? We just watched this, this movie. Is, why can't I this remember is what this is? This is the one where like Jigsaw was just mad that he was like committing insurance fraud. And I <laughs> said to you that I think he works for an insurance company. No, he does. Oh, right, right, Because right. he's like... Are you, you're so sick, but I see you up and about all the time. And so his trap is the flammable jelly trap. So he's covered in flammable jelly. Flammable jelly. Yes. yes and yes, there's yes. a safe. Mm-hmm. And he has to get, was it like an antidote or something? There's might be poison in his veins. There usually is. It's, yeah, it's a dark room mm-hmm. lit only with a candle. There's a flammable substance smeared on his body and a slow-acting poison in his blood. Right, 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 right. And then in a big safe in the room is the antidote for the poison. Mm -hmm. But he has to get there and there's more flammable stuff and glass. Right. And he has to use the candle to get the codes to the safe off the wall. So he has to move about to find the codes. Right, right, right. And he, you know sets himself on fire. Well, I mean... A flame. It just seems like the natural progression in that situation. Yeah. Then we see Paul, who's in the razor wire maze. Mm-hmm. Yes. He... What was his... Oh, he attempted suicide, and John Kramer was mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> he literally says, did you cut yourself because you truly wanted to die, or did you just... Some attention. I said this when Zoe and I were watching Saw to prepare for this episode. 
And it just reminded me of being in elementary school <laughs> in like the mid to late 2000s. And like that was the attitude of every bitchy girl that went to school with us. Yeah. And it was just like, she's not even like really suicidal. She just like cuts herself because she wants attention. attention. And we were talking about this too when we were watching it, but it's, you know, the tweet where it's like, bullies are so weird to me because it's like, why are you mad that I'm ugly? <laughs> That's John Kramer's like whole thing, especially yeah. in these like first couple of people that you meet because it's like, why are you mad at him that he's like the insurance one? You can kind of be like, okay, well, he's sick. Mm-hmm. He probably needs like this money too. Yeah. And so he's upset that someone's like scamming the system. But why are you mad at this guy who just is depressed? But because John <laughs> <He doesn't know. laughs> is, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet. No yeah, spoilies, spoilies. Sorry. But John doesn't take kindly to people who don't appreciate their life. <laughs> He's, that's kind of his whole thing. It's kind of his whole shtick, honestly. It's just... <laughs> These are the previous captives. They both fail. Mm-hmm. They, they bite the dust. And he takes a little jigsaw-shaped piece of skin from them. <laughs> and uh, the detectives think that it's dr gordon because his pen light was there (laughs) and they really want you to know that i don't can anybody tell me if a pen light is like a real is that like a real term that's used or like is it just a pen that has a light on it it's a pen light because like they just keep referring to it as a pen light and i've never heard of that before and i don't like i would just call it a pen does it have his name on it was that part of it? Like, I it honestly... Had his fingerprints, maybe? Okay, because I'm like, I don't know, like, is a pen light such a specific thing that you would see one and go, this belongs to Dr. Lawrence Gordon I th- and no one else? I think they found the pen light at the scene of the crime and then they, like, dusted for fingerprints and it came up as Lawrence, Dr. Lawrence Gordon's fingerprints. And okay. so they're like, this is his pen light. And no one else has that pen light. No one else has a pen light, period. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the detectives are not working with a lot. <laughs> they just have a pen light and a dream. <laughs> like, I yeah, I really don't under the pen light is really hammed up so much there for a certain point. It's like I feel like they say the word pen light. Yeah. Words? Is it hyphenated? I don't like Is it one word? If I were to look this up in the dictionary, is it gonna be there? I don't think so. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused by the pen light. Oh, this is also where Dr. Gordon says that, like, he doesn't actually kill anyone. He's the jigsaw killer is not a good name for him because hmm. he doesn't kill anyone. Which, <laughs> I mean, semantics. Hey, you're not wrong. I think it's a great argument to be made. I mean, does he actually ever kill anyone? Or does he just put them in impossible scenarios that they could never escape that causes them to die? That's the thing. Like, he says, like, he doesn't kill anyone. He he only puts them in situations that death is escapable. But I don't know how escape... I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get we to that. We'll build to but that. But it's just, like, I don't really know how escapable death really is in any of these situations. Because I feel like... First of all, it's like everything is super painful, Mm -hmm. but it's also like, and you have five seconds, so figure it out. (laughs) I don't move that fast. 
No, 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 no. I do think, well, I mean, I don't, don't want to get into Saw X now because that's many movies down the road, but I do feel like at the beginning there was a chance of survivability. Yes. And then we get to Saw X and it's like, no one's coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Certainly not. We also, in this part, meet Amanda. Queen. Queen, slay, mom. Yes. Um, who believes that the whole experience has made her a better person. So Dr. Gordon, in a flashback, green. Bring yeah, well, because we haven't talked about what her experience was. She is a heroin addict when we meet her. And she's put in a reverse bear trap, <laughs> which, you know, why don't we try that? You know, all these programs, no one's tried a yeah. reverse bear trap. Hey. She's believed that it, you know, changed her life, made her see life was worth living mm-hmm. and turn turn everything around. Because she survives her trap. She is the only known she survivor. She has to get that reverse bear trap off of her head by cutting a key out of a seemingly dead person who's not actually no, dead. No, just sedated so. I wanna be sedated. just cut that right and again the time that they have is so very limited yeah and like she's really down to the wire with hers truly like final seconds but she manages to get it off so we see her like recount her story in a flashback so mm-hmm. it's green yep but it's That's also you know. just like not tinted when he's watching, and then a little <laughs> bit tinted when it flashes back. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're back in the bathroom again. Right. Um, Adam and Dr. Gordon see a hidden camera, mm-hmm. and then we get a flashback of Dr. Gordon's family and him before everyone was sort of taken. Right. And I do think we have to talk about his family members quickly. We do. So we do. he's married. With a wife and child. Mm-hmm. His wife, as we just mentioned, her name is Allison. And his daughter, who is... A child. A child. <laughs> like, what? What are we thinking? Seven, six, seven yeah. years old, maybe? Her name is Diana. A child's name. Famously. I just... That, to me, is really hard to believe. It takes me out of the whole it thing. It does, because of if you present me two people... Yeah. And you say... Allison and Diana, one is a wife, one is a child. Yeah. I'm going with Allison being a child. One of those names is meant for an older woman. It, it, like, it's, it does, it takes us out. It takes us out. <laughs> Entirely. Yeah. Um, we get another flashback. A flashback within the flashback. Within a flashback of Detective Tap and Detective Singh. Right. Reviewing footage. And they see graffiti in the background that is, like, gang-affiliated. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Where exactly (laughs) does Saw take place? I could not tell you. Because the police are just called Metropolitan Police. They Mm -hmm. don't tell you. They don't tell you where they are. You don't need to know. And then the hospital is Angel of Mercy Hospital. Yeah. Don't, doesn't tell you. Doesn't tell you where. That also sounds like what are the people called when they when like nurses kill people? Angels, yeah, angels of death. Yeah, I think it's angels of mercy. Like I oh. literally think that's what it is. Okay, so that was probably just like a joke that they were making. <laughs> Never mind. Um, no, I don't think we're ever supposed to know where, where it are. takes place. So keep them guessing. 
it could be any i think maybe maybe that's the, the point is that it could be anywhere saw is the friends we made along the way you know like it transcends it does in so many ways it transcends cities or states even <laughs> even it does it does they see this gang graffiti and it's like affiliated with like a certain area and they go that's an abandoned mannequin factory and which is such a can we talk about how specific that of a place that is? No, it's crazy. Does that not feel insane? It couldn't have just been like an abandoned like warehouse. Like no, it's a mannequin factory. It's so specific. Like that's that's intentional and I don't I'm not entirely sure why. But the mannequin factory is also Jigsaw's lair. Oh, Jigsaw. One of they say. One yeah. of his layers. Mm. So we get there. We get to a layer. There's a there's a uh, transition, of course, with the cops and Lawrence, and this is where it's green. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's so many transitions, and it's so <laughs> like choppy, yeah, but in a really fun and exciting way. In a really two thousand and four way, it's really beautiful, <laughs> but. When they get there, they discover another random man. This one, I don't really understand what he was there for. Like, the other two traps that we... Well, the other three, Amanda was included. Mm -hmm. But the other two traps that we saw, there was, like, a reason. We we didn't get that with Jeff. Oh, right. Sorry, I was trying to think of what... Yes, 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 yes. He's strapped to the thing. He's the drills. The drills, in yeah. In the mannequin factory. Because he just, like... Jigsaw just says, like, you're... We're doing this, so you're going to be greater than yourself. And then it's, like, you're for, you're for a test. It's, like, I don't really know what he did. He didn't really do anything. <laughs> I think it was just wrong place, wrong time. It's, like, we're snatching you. It was... I, he was a test to the cops. Yeah. Because they could have saved him. They could have. But they didn't. And then he died. And so did one of them. Yeah. It should have been two. We'll get... <laughs> we'll discuss we'll that. We'll get there. But they get there. He's strapped in a drill trap. You Casual know. A drill trap. As you do. Um, <laughs> they, there's kind of like... They see Jigsaw there. Tap tries to grab him. Um, he Jigsaw tells uh, Singh that the keys are there to unlock him. Mm-hmm. But it, he opens the box and it's like hundreds of keys. It's so many <laughs> it's so keys. So many keys. But he also doesn't start like unlocking anything right away. No, he could have done it. He should have. He, he was just kind of like... <laughs> he was really dilly-dallying. And if there's one place that you don't have time to dilly-dally. It's, it's a saw it's trap. It's a saw trap. Like, come on. There's hundreds of keys. He then gets impatient, which I understand. I don't even think it's hundreds of keys. No, like, it's I like a ring of keys. It's like maybe 50 keys. And he, he wasn't Which, like, sure, is a lot. But just, it's quick. Start it's somewhere. It's quick to start, try a key and a Start somewhere. He gets impatient, and he said, like, you know, the keys that I haven't tried... Haven't unlocked anything. But you know what, Will? My gun. Let me shoot at this drill trap. Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't no one think of just shooting the drill trap? Classic cop behavior. And that, of course, 
doesn't work and the gunshot just distracts Tap, who then gets his throat slit by Jigsaw because he's like, huh, what was the gunshot? Yeah, and Jigsaw's dressed like the guy from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes, and he's like practically doing like all those jumps. And like stuff he's too. parkouring around this abandoned mannequin factory. He's got like this sick cloak on. Yeah. And he just has like a hidden, a hidden knife that comes out. And he what just. What are those little like ninja knives? You know, the little, like, whoosh. he basically um, has Yeah, one. I know, he He's basically like... has one of those. And then he slashes Danny Glover's throat. And he doesn't die? Question mark? Oh, is this what I said? He's tapping out. <laughs> yes, he tapped out. But he didn't. He didn't. He came back, don't worry. He was still kicking. Sing, however, mm. he tries to chase <laughs> Jigsaw throughout... The building and he trips a wire mm-hmm. that um <laughs> triggers the quadruple hallway shotgun trap a classic which sounds exactly like what it is yeah it needs no explanation just a wire tripped and he gets shot by four guns so he dies <laughs> he dies that's that one gets him yeah tap getting slit in the throat no he's fine he's still kicking Sing, shot, he's done. He's done. Then, the death of his partner, Sing, spirals oh, from, from the, the Book, book of, of Saw. Saw. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, into his, like, obsession with this whole case. And he's, like, Pepe Silving. Yeah. And has, like, all these things up on the wall. And all kinds of things going on. The red strings. There's, like, new random newspaper, I don't even think, related to the case. Yeah, no, it's, like, the whole nine. Like, he really just, he pulls out all the stops for he this. Does. Back in the bathroom, <laughs> Adam and Dr. Gordon discover a box that contains two cigarettes, a lighter, a phone, and a note that suggests he dip the cigarette into the poison blood from the body and use it to kill Adam. Oh, yeah, so the note is to Dr. Gordon. Yeah. And it suggests, hey, dip this into the poison blood kill your little cellmate <laughs> and your game will be over boyfriend. your little boyfriend game will be over um they attempt to trick whoever is watching on the cameras by faking adam's death with the cigarette that was unpoisoned yeah so they try to do like a little switcheroo like <laughs> dr Gordon takes this he's like wait a minute i can't kill the love of my life no um so he dips one cigarette in the poison blood from the body in the center of the room mm-hmm. and then he's like oh, We'll do something with the camera to make it seem like, you know, you are smoking the other cigarette. Yeah. But really, it's the one without the blood. And then you'll just play dead and then we all win. Yeah. So Adam does some incredible acting, Mm -hmm. puts on a really um, compelling performance, but a strong electric shock (laughs) is sent through the chain, proving that Adam is still alive. Yeah, they didn't take into consideration that there were things to, you know, confirm death. They they just thought, like, whoever is pulling this whole thing, who's... They're not going to bother to check. No, they're like, we'll just take your word for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you say he's dead, he's dead. Um, Okay. (laughs) So the phone that was in the box... (laughs) Receives a call from Allison. Wait, wait, the phone. We have to talk about the phone for a second. Where they get the phone 
And Dr. Gordon just goes, this has happened before. And Logan and I just looked at each other and we're like, making a phone Getting a call? phone call? What do you mean? It's happened before. It's happened before. <laughs> um, so he gets a call from his wife, Allison, who tells him that Adam knows more than he's letting on. So then Adam confesses that Tap had hired him to spy on and take photos of Dr. Gordon, and Adam had witnessed him going to a hotel with the intention of cheating on his wife. And then they have a like a snippy little... Oh yeah, they have like yeah. a little bitch fit. It's very funny. Yeah. He calls him a bottom feeder. A little and domestic it, dispute. Yeah. Am I... Are you mad at me because I took pictures, or I took pictures of you cheating on, on your, your wife? wife. <laughs> that was very cunty of No, him. it was... Um, bah, bah, bah. oh, the two of them find a photograph in the pile of Adam's surveillance that shows an orderly from the Angel of Mercy Hospital yeah. named Zep. Through, <laughs> that was a good pop. Thank you. Through Go- Dr. Gordon's window. However, as soon as they make this realization, the clock strikes 6 p.m. I put 6 p.m. and now I'm realizing I'm like, it didn't really say p.m. It was just 6. We don't know what time of day it was, to be fair. To be fair, we don't know where it is. We don't know <laughs> what time is. of day it is. No, you're we're disoriented. Right. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the part where it like flashes back to like um, John scurrying around on all fours. Oh my god! Which I said he loves to do. He loves to be on all fours, <laughs> scurrying. <laughs> yeah, when it flashes back to like the kidnapping of people. Yeah. It might be this part, actually, because they're talking about him taking pictures, and this is when they're in the underground, like, parking garage. It might be then that he's scurry. Yeah, but I don't see that in the notes. I didn't put that, because I was like, we'll come back. We'll, we know. <laughs> we know our boy when he's scurrying around on all That's fours. That's true. We can sense the scurrying. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so the clock strikes 6 p.m., a.m., who's to say? <laughs> Not us. Uh, so back at the Gordon's house, Allison frees herself and takes Zepp's handgun, and a struggle ensues, and shots fire. Tap... Doing whatever the fuck oh, he's right. doing. I didn't say that before. Tap, when he's gone crazy, has also moved directly across the street from Dr. Gordon. That's why he hears the gunshot, because he's so convinced yeah. that this guy and his pen light are responsible <laughs> for all of these crimes. Yeah. Yeah. So Tap's living across the street, hears the gunshots, and then he runs in to save the day, wounds Zepp. <laughs> but is unable to stop him from leaving. So then Zepp pieces the fuck out and then leaves the house intent on killing Dr. Gordon. Zepp is intent on killing Dr. Gordon? Yeah. Why? Oh, because that he has to. He has to. Right, right, right. It's the rules. Um, <laughs> I swear I've seen this movie before. Okay. So, oh, right. So this whole time, Dr. Gordon can hear this all going yeah. on over the phone. And he, in a state of desperation, follows his instructions and saws his foot off. <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, no, it has to happen now. Like, why he waited until after the last possible second to do this, I'm not really sure. But no, it's like it already struck six. You're done. You can't just start like, sawing off your foot now. I just feel like too little, too late, babe. Yeah. Um, so he saws off his foot and then shoots Adam with the revolver and the single bullet that he had in his pocket. 
Q Zep arriving, pursued by Tap, but Zep shoots Tap fatally. fatally. That's what gets him. Just a single Just shot. <laughs> um, he enters the bathroom, Zep does, and tells Dr. Gordon. Dr. Gordon tells Dr. Gordon that it's too late because it's the rules. <laughs> it's the rules. It's like giving very like 90s after school PSA. Yeah. It's the rules. Like, it's the rules, my dog. Um, Adam's still alive and beats Zep to death yeah. with the lid of a toilet tank. He just goes in and yeah. goes off. And you gotta. You in gotta. that situation, you have no choice. It's the rules. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Dr. Gordon crawls away and promises to return It's a very help. tender moment. There's a lot of, like, shirt grabbing there... and, like, almost kissing. Is that the moment that I said they're, like, Jack and Rose from yes. Titanic? And you're right. I just, if we can find us, like, if we can make a side-by-side comparison. Oh, we can't. Jack and Rose, when Jack, and Rose is on the door after the sinking, and Jack is in the water clinging on, and then the scene with Dr. Gordon and Adam just... Face they, to face. Yeah. It's the same. It's the and he's same. clinging on to him. Yeah. Like, I'll never let go. Never let go, Jack. No, it's a very tender moment. Um, but he leaves him. He leaves him with promises to return with That's help. That's true. Um, Adam searches Zep's body for a key to his chain, but finds another tape recorder. Cue Zep's <laughs> theme. This is where we get the da-na-na. This is da-na. where you start shaking ass. Yeah, it is. Okay? <laughs> Throw that ass in a circle. Throw that ass in a it's circle. It's the rule. It's Zep's theme. It's, it's the, the rules. rules. So the tape plays and it informs Adam that Zep was also following instructions. It forms Adam of something and then it also informs us to start shaking ass. To start shaking ass. Um, bu- 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 following instructions under the threat of death. In brackets, Zep's, Zep's test. test. <laughs> he was also poisoned. <laughs> Yes, slow-acting poison. Slow-acting poison. So he had to carry out his side of the game in order to get the antidote for his slow-acting poison. But Adam kind of beat him to the punch with that by beating him yeah, to death with, with a, a toilet, toilet tank lid. Uh, so the tape stops. The body in the middle of the floor <laughs> that has been seemingly dead in this whole time, time lets out a long breath. Arches their back. <laughs> Arches their back. Adam watches in horror horror as the dead man peels off the latex that gave the appearance of a head wound and rises to his feet Mm -hmm. imagine this if you will (laughs) for a moment for a moment watching this whole movie thinking there's just a random dead body in the middle of this room and then in the 11th hour this dude just gets up off the ground and just if that was the first drag reveal actually John Kramer is a stunt queen. He is. No, like Sasha and the Roses. I was literally (laughs) just about to say, like that was his Sasha Velour wig reveal with the rose petals. It was like, oh, this—it's latex. Do we think Sasha was inspired by that? I mean, I have no choice but to believe it. I mean, like, look at the material. It's right in front of us. Um, okay, so the man is revealed to be John Kramer, a terminal brain cancer patient of Dr. Gordon's that we saw briefly when Zep was introduced. John Kramer informs Adam that the key to unlock his chain is in the bathtub. Cue flashback. Another one. (laughs) To the opening scene 
where you see something disappear down the drain. Yeah. Remember when we said, hmm. <laughs> that might come back. That might come back. Here it, it does. <laughs> um, Adam reaches for the gun to shoot John, but it is, <laughs> but he is immediately stunned by electric shock. And then this is one of my favorite parts mm. of the movie. This is like a very heart-wrenching scene. Yeah, But this is. is so funny because he gets shocked yeah. And he's, like, flailing on top of Zepp's body. But then for some reason, they also put in a cut of Dr. Gordon when he was electrocuted. <laughs> so it's, like, Adam's electrocuted. Cut to a flashback of Dr. Gordon, like, flopping like a fish for a second. And then it goes back to Adam. Why it's, like, sorry, wait. That? Like, not only did we see that already, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, comical he's just like flopping like a little fish his legs are perfectly straight (laughs) love him it's so good we love um (laughs) okay so yeah adam's shocked we get an extended flashback of all the pivotal moments of the film every single moment this kind of becomes a hallmark of the saw franchise as we go on um this kind of like end scene where zep's theme starts playing and then we get um, a synopsis of what we just saw, <laughs> yes. but in the context of... And they didn't include him being electrocuted in the pivotal moment flashback, which I would argue might be the most pivotal. The most pivotal. Um, it's that pivotal moment. moment. It's... Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so John's up. He's shocking people left and <laughs> right, both shocking. literally and figuratively. We're gagged. We're gooped. We're gagged and gooped. Um, and then he's like, all right, it's time to peace out. So before he turns off the light in the bathroom, John repeats the line he said to Amanda, most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you. Not, not anymore. anymore. John then yells, game over, <laughs> before slamming the door shut, sealing Adam in the bathroom forever. Adam screams over the end credits. Gut-wrenching scream. It is a gut-wrenching scream because now he's trapped in this dirty saw bathroom. All by his lonesome and his boyfriend's not even there. Yeah, his boyfriend left him. He's all by himself. And it's... You feel for him. You really do. Because do. I don't think Adam deserved to be in no. there. No! He, when he took some pictures... He, he was snapped asked a few pics. He's a voyeur. Like, no, he's just a freelance photographer. <laughs> like, that's John... <laughs> John, I think what we're finding out in this first movie is that John is confused about people's jobs and the things that they have to do. Mm -hmm. Like, he's mad at Dr. Gordon because he's the one who delivered the diagnosis. Yeah. He, that's a hard, that's hard. That's a hard thing to hear. It's a hard thing to deliver. Yeah. It's not, is it his fault? (laughs) Does he deserve to die about it? (laughs) No. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if we fully unpacked that, but like the reason... That Dr. Gordon is in this saw trap in the first place is because John Kramer is mad that Dr. Gordon gave him his cancer diagnosis. And it's like, he's literally a cancer doctor. He's doing his job. And then Adam, he was hired to take pictures of someone. He's a freelance photographer. That's what he does. He's not a voyeur. He's not doing it for fun. (laughs) He's doing it for money. It's a job, babe. It's a job. I think he's confused about that. And then it's also confusing because (laughs) he's mad at Dr. Gordon because he's just very kind of like, you have this diagnosis. I'm sorry about it. Not a lot of like bedside manner, I guess he's upset about. Sure. That he doesn't really know a lot about John as a person. And then he likes Zep. This is where I get confused. Because he likes Zep because Mm. Zep took time to know him. Right. Because 
that's you get the moment where he's like he's a very interesting man yeah like yeah yeah yeah. that but then he likes him so what he does when he likes him is also put him in a trap i just feel like the thing with john kramer is that you just can't win with him you can't he's mad about it he's mad about something yeah and he's gonna be petty about it and i like we have this in the notes but like is zepp an apprentice Technically, but he was like voluntold to do it, but he's like kind of like doing his dirty work for him, but he also has poison coursing through his veins, so it's like, not a girl, not yet a woman. It's like, yeah, I do some of these dirty work for them too if they like poisoned poisoned me and I and I had no other choice. Like writing a note, poison. If like, Logan. like if the option was like, okay, like do my dirty work for me and I'll give you the antidote to this poison that's coursing through your body or just die. It's like, well, okay, like I guess I'll do some dirty work for you. And like, really, like what did Zep have to do? He actually didn't end up doing anything that no. bad. He had to like kidnap the family and hold them there and yeah. kill them if Dr. Gordon didn't do his part. Um, which he like, he didn't do because like Allison overpowered him anyways. Oh, that's, there's another part when the kids, when Allison and Diana, Diana are held hostage, there's a part where um, Zepp holds a stethoscope up to Diana's <laughs> chest to, like, play for Dr. Gordon to be like, see, her heart's still beating. Yeah. But the way they react to the stethoscope versus the gun is, They're like, so the scarier scary. item was the stethoscope. Yeah. It's like, oh, like girl. Crazy. There was a gun to your head a second ago, but like, I mean, I get it. I'm scared of doctors too. But like, when your father's a surgeon, are you gonna He's be a that surgeon? A surgeon uh, point? Are you gonna be that scared of a stethoscope? Like, surely you've seen one of those before. You would hope, but, I mean, part of his thing is not helping this kid very often. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's kind of a flop dad and husband. So, well, that's because his heart was elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he was in love. You know... He should go be free and be with the one he, he loves. Be who you are for your pride. There's a lot of there's a lot of undertones in this film. Yeah. Colorful ones and then also <laughs> also ones that are like mm, they're in love. And they are. There's also crazy editing with Amanda when we see her. They just like speed up her like and are circling her with the camera really fast. And yeah. It's they, they said we're gonna have fun today. And they did. And they did. Um, there's also a part where there's a picture of um I almost said Amanda, of Allison and Diana in the wallet, and then Adam hides it. Oh, yeah. But the photo just says regards. Mm. <laughs> like, it's so cunty. <laughs> Regards, Jigsaw is so cunty. It is. This has happened before we talked about the phone. Yeah. Um, on all four. Oh, the hotel. When they go, when it flashes back to the hotel, mm. when uh, Gordon, <laughs> Dr. Gordo, is yeah. in the hotel to see his mistress. To cheat on his wife, Allison. The hallway looks exactly like the hallway belonging to Jerry Seinfeld's What's the deal with Saw Traps? And then it's like John Kramer? 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 Is anybody else seeing this? It goes all the way it's to the top. It's part of the Seinfeld cinematic universe. They're connected. I think they are. They're connected. 
Oh, there's a part two where he's they're having their little domestic mm-hmm. dispute, and then he says, "I don't care if you're like in a ten hooker gang bang. Oh or, yeah, like, peanut butter or something. Covered in peanut butter. And he's intrigued. Yeah, by the suggestion. And he's of like that. taking notes. We have the traps here, mm-hmm. and we need to go through them. We do. And kind of figure out, you know, what's the worst one, and yeah. what do we think we could survive. So, in order of appearance, we yeah. have the bathroom trap, the survivor, Dr. Warden. Mm. <laughs> he really, he did it. He got off his foot. He's a survivor. He's, He's gonna, gonna make it. <laughs> but he chained by ankles to pipes <laughs> in a bathroom, in a gross bathroom. Mm-hmm. You have to kill the other person. Yeah. Before, in a certain time period. I think it was like seven hours or something that they had. Mm. There's hacksaws available. Yeah. And you're electrocuted if you don't follow the rules. That's number one. Yeah. Bathroom trap. Two, razor wire maze. Mm-hmm. The victim of this was Paul. Rip to that man. Rip to Paul. Who was suicidal. <laughs> and that was his crime. Trapped naked in the back of a basement. Damn, double homicide. The largest part of the area you're in is surrounded by fence. The door leading out is located on the other side of the room beyond the fence. Mm -hmm. And it's filled with tightened skeins of razor wire. And you have to find a way through the wire to get through a hole in the fence to get out of the door. But the door is connected to a timer for two hours. And if you don't get to the door, it closes and locks you there forever. Mm -hmm. Um... Next one, flammable jelly. We went over that. Right. Safe. You're poisoned. You need a code. It's dark. You're covered in flammable jelly and your only light is a candle. Right. And there's glass on the ground. So moving around hurts your little feeties. Then reverse bear trap. Mm. Bear trap on the head. Frontal part of trap is hooked into your upper and lower jaw. Yeah. The jaws are forced together and held with tension. Mm. When the timer goes off, tension is released. And the jaws would snap apart with deadly force. It's on a 60 second timer. And the key to release yourself is in the stomach of another person in the room with you. Who is heavily sedated. Yeah. You think they're dead. You think they're dead. Then drill chair. Strapped and chained to a seat. Metal brace around your neck connected to the chair's fixed recline. So you can't move your head. To the left and right of you are drills that are coming at you hot, mm-hmm. slowly. <laughs> They're yeah. slowly approaching. They are. Um, 20 minutes is your escape time. It didn't feel like 20 minutes, though. No, it wasn't. It doesn't feel like that's how long it was. But that was poor Jeff. He got, his head got drilled. Yeah. I think it's safe to, to say. I think so. Then we have the quadruple shotgun hallway. <laughs> Which is just four double-barreled shotguns suspended from the ceiling by a wooden beam connected to trip wires strung across a hallway. When trip, the shotguns go off and shoot you. Then Zepp's test, mm-hmm. which is slow-acting poison. You To get the antidote, you have to kidnap Allison and Diana and hold them hostage. And then you have to watch Adam and Dr. Gordon be in love on the camera. Yeah. And then he'd have to go and kill Allison and Diana if 
if Dr. Gordon didn't do his things, because it's the rules. It's the rules. To you, what's the worst one? Can I say which one I think is the easiest The first? easiest one? Of course. The shotgun one. Just don't, don't trip, trip the wire. Here's Just the thing. Just lift your foot over the wire. I feel like I constantly look at the ground when I'm yeah. walking, but I also constantly trip. So I think maybe even if I tried to step over that, mm. I think that is the easiest one. Yeah. But I still do fear that I would trip it somehow. That's fair. Know you yourself. Know. know thyself. Know thyself. The hardest one or the worst one? Hmm. I also think the razor wire one I could do. You had two hours to do that? Yeah. That's nothing. Um, I think just from like a time perspective, Amanda's trap is like a bit challenging. She has 60 seconds. It doesn't feel like enough time to A, cut a person open and retrieve a key. Yeah. But then to also like know where the lock... Like I'm just thinking of like when I'm trying to like plug a USB into my laptop. That takes 30 how seconds long max it takes to like or find which way it goes. Yeah. And I just feel like that's in front of me and I can see it with my eyes. So it's like if there's a key like a lock on the back of my head and I'm now covered in blood from gutting a man it might be a little bit difficult yeah I mean like it takes me longer than 60 seconds to like braid my hair yes I don't even think I can I just feel like the the timing on that one yeah I feel like the trap itself I could do if I thought somebody was dead, sure, I'll cut into their stomach to get a key out. Would I feel bad afterwards when I found out they weren't actually dead? Yeah. Sure, but, like, it's at least also I survival. survived. Right. What do you think is the worst one? The worst one, it does just feel like Zepp's test is kind of like, he can't really win that, you no. know? Like, he, okay, so he gets, you know, like, let's say... Zepp survived it all. He didn't get his head smashed in with a toilet Mm. tank lid. Yeah. Like, Allison and Diana, they did live. Like, you you got... You had to escape them. Yeah. They now know your face and who you are. Like, you're going to jail. Yeah. Like, it just feels like that's not winnable for Zepp. (laughs) Like, that just feels too much. Yeah. Like, he can't win that. But I think, like, I don't know, like, two hours feels like a lot for the razor wire. The jelly one kind of feels like there's a lot of codes. I feel like that would be difficult, but... How much time does he have? I don't know how much time he had. Unknown. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think... But he also has poison in his blood. That's something that John loves to do. It's a reoccurring theme. Yeah, I think the flammable jelly one, like, the glass on the floor just feels, like, a bit much. Because it's like, doesn't this man have enough to contend with? Right. You're going to make it even more difficult by, like, putting glass on the floor? Like, okay. (laughs) He's just, he sprinkled that one with everything. Yeah. He said, you could catch on fire. There's Mm -hmm. a safe. You have to get into it. The codes are on the walls, but it's dark. Yeah. But also there's glass. Yeah. And you need a flame. <laughs> and you have a slow-acting poison Horsing through, through your, your veins. I think that I could survive the razor one. Yeah. If put down to it. I wouldn't like to. 
No, but like. But I feel like I could do that. I could do it. Two hours? Yeah. That's so much time. And he's like really in there, but I just feel like you're going to get cut. Like just push through. Right? Like just get to the other side. You have two hours. But maybe he did want to die. Maybe he did. Maybe he was thinking about it again. You know? That's fair. That's fair. I feel like I could try to survive the shotgun hallway, but I feel like I might like snag it on my heel or something by accident, (laughs) you know? I get it. That feels like a move that I would make. Like you think that you've stepped over it. You celebrate. Yeah. But then it gets snagged on something. But that does feel like the easiest one to avoid if you know to look for it. Exactly. That was Singh's problem is that he obviously didn't know. He was like pursuing. Yeah. He was in pursuit. He He was was running down this hallway and he trips the wire and gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. But if I knew it was there, I could avoid it. We're built different. And we've always said that. Sorry. Sorry about it. Well, you mentioned the thing about how... Carrie Elwes jumps before he gets electrocuted, so I feel like that kind of ties into spoofs and goofs. There aren't really a ton of fun ones for the movie, admittedly, but I did pull out a few from IMDb that I just thought were like funny continuity issues. So the first one being, um, the stains on Adam's white t-shirt from the toilet disappear and reappear <laughs> throughout the film. So... Something to look out for. An extra trap in the bathroom was just like laundry facilities. Yeah. <laughs> like figure out how to use the washing yeah. machine. Um, at around three minutes during the first scene where Adam and Lawrence are in the room, they discover the body. Um, Adam's hair changes from being swept back to being flat back and forth throughout the entire <laughs> scene. So much like the stains reappearing and disappearing, his hair is just changing throughout that whole scene. Um, at around an hour and 30 minutes... When Lawrence throws the saw across the room after sawing his foot off, the blade is spotlessly clean and doesn't have a drop of blood on it. <laughs> He's a clean surgeon. I mean, you know, he it's all about being cleanly. It Cleanliness is. is next to godliness. It is. Um, oh, that ties into this. Lawrence is supposedly a surgeon, yet when he tourniquets his leg, he does it on the lower part of the limb and very loosely. <laughs> this would have no medical benefit to anyone cutting off a foot, and even under duress, a surgeon would know this simple <laughs> fact. It should have been on the thigh and very tight. He wanted to bleed out. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, at around 54 minutes, Detective Singh wears a gray suit in the warehouse, the mannequin warehouse. Yeah. But his corpse wears brown pants oh. and a casual jacket. So he just did a quick costume change That's, upon death. Mm-hmm. It was the mannequins. They did it for him. Yeah. So those are just a few. I love that. Continuity errors. Thanks to IMDb. <laughs> Makes me want to go back and rewatch it. Right. To like to pick see them all out. those moments. We have some reviews from Letterboxd. Because that's where all the best reviews live. <laughs> so these are just some funny one-liners that made me giggle. <laughs> the first one is one, I think we made this joke when we were watching it, but it's just Allison Gordon. If y'all see my baby daddy at Pride, do not <laughs> inbox me. I already know. <laughs> and that is funny to me. Um, this person, Ashley, says, I can say with 100% certainty that I could survive the razor wire maze with ample time to spare and minimal injury. RIP to that guy, but I'm built different. <laughs> and I agree. Yeah. I don't think that one is all that hard. We'll go, we'll go through them. We'll go we through them. 
Um, Tibby says, I love that John is mad that Lawrence, a cancer doctor, has to tell people that they're going to die. What do you want him to do? Lie? <laughs> yeah, but then you'd put him in a trap for lying, too. Exactly. You can't win. You can't have it all. Amaya says, you could play the last five minutes of this movie anytime, anywhere, and as long as I'm within a 20-mile radius, I'm going to come bursting through your window, screeching like a pterodactyl. <laughs> it's true. She gets it. It's true. It just does something to you. It really does. His scream is so gut-wrenching. It's visceral. It's so, like, it, that's a top movie scream. Like, it that's is. really one of the ones that gets you. And we saw something on Twitter the other day that was saying that, like, James Bond had to leave. Yeah, because he, he was, like, watch his crying. Because <laughs> his bestie was screaming. Uh, Sierra says, two bros chained in a bathroom five feet apart because they're not, <laughs> not gay. gay. <laughs> uh, Sarah says, sticking his bare hand in that poopy toilet <laughs> is worse than all the gore combined. It's true. When they're looking for the hacksaws, mm-hmm. there's a toilet full of poop. And again, to bring up your question again, mm-hmm. how did all of that get there? Yeah. Um, and instead of just, you know, checking all the places, like, around the toilet that it could be, yeah. he just rolls Straight up sleeve right into in. the bowl. The into the poopy, poopy bowl. bowl. And then there's no way to wash his hand for the rest of the film, so he's touching his face. <laughs> he's definitely touching Dr. Gordon's face, <laughs> lovingly and romantically even, with oh, poopy hands. I hate Adam. it. I hate it so much. Um, Jay says, maybe if Adam didn't say, give me that sweet cancer, maybe Jigsaw, a cancer patient, wouldn't have left him to die in the bathroom. Maybe that was it. Like, maybe he would have helped him there at the end. Because, you know, he did survive. Technically, he was, he was not killed. He was not killed. And that was, you know, his only task. So maybe he would have been a little more understanding. But instead, Adam made a cancer joke in poor taste. Yeah. And John did not like that. He did not care for that one bit. Sam says, I want to see a spinoff short film series of Jigsaw making his cute little saw trap dioramas (laughs) in his spare leisure time. I loved his miniatures. They're so cute. I want to, like, go through the whole process of, like, getting the materials and, like, watching him construct yeah. it. I think it would be really cute. If he did, like, ASMR-style TikToks. Yeah, oh my god, no, like, he would, like, kill on I think TikTok. it's actually, like, a very cute um, picture to just, like, think of this old man in a mannequin factory making his little miniatures. Yeah. I like, mean, that's Grandpa. That's Peepaw. That's Peepaw. That's our torture Peepaw. Okay. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Um, Amaya. Didn't we have another Amaya? Did she write so. another review? This might be a different Amaya, but she says, Realizing I get the same way about the ending of Saw that divorced dads get about sports on TV. <laughs> Yelling at the screen, <laughs> making grand gestures, throwing objects, possibly crying. Yes, all, all <laughs> above. All of the above. Uh, Sally says, Whoever beats the gay allegations first gets to leave the bathroom. <laughs> So those are just, there's so many good so many good reviews. reviews on Letterboxd. It's truly um, my favorite place to be. Shall we bingo? Let's bingo, baby. We've developed scientifically a bingo card yeah. for our movies that we're going to be discussing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there are things... 
that horror movies have certain tropes, certain things that come up often, and we have a lot to, you know, look into. Yeah, and also if you're a longtime listener of Honestly in its previous iteration, this is not new. We've done bingo cards before for various things. Um, most notably. <laughs> most notably YouTuber apologies. Um, so we're bringing it back. It's a tried and true thing that we do. And that rhymed. And that's kind of fun. That's very fun. So we'll, we'll set up this bingo that we'll come back to mm-hmm. often, every time. Yes. And these are the things we look for. There's obviously the free space. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. We have gag-worthy plot twist. Character goes to investigate a mysterious noise. Dead cell phone, no reception. Character covers their mouth while hiding. Character miraculously survives what should have been a fatal attack. The baddie isn't really dead. Cheesy one-liner slash pun said before a kill. Character trips and falls while being pursued. Character that only exists for exposition. (laughs) Exposition. (laughs) And knows all the lore. You're suddenly rooting for the baddie. There's an emotionally devastating death of a beloved character. Boobs within the first 20 minutes. Jump scare fake out. Getaway vehicle won't start. Characters have an encounter with an unsettling townie. Character runs up the stairs while being chased. Weapon slash life-saving item just out of reach. Character calls out hello or is anybody there. Female character is not like other girls. Character makes a sound that alerts the baddie to their location. Ending leaves room for a sequel. Jump scare. Character made to feel crazy slash gaslit about the situation. And characters split up for no reason. That's our bingo binger card. And we had a couple. We don't have a bingo, but we have a couple. We do. Um, Character made to feel crazy or gaslit. Um... Dr. Gordon gaslights Diana, his daughter, Mm -hmm. because she's convinced that the bad man is in her closet. And Dr. Gordon's like, that's not a real thing. You're stupid. Go to bed. (laughs) She goes to bed. And guess what? Zepp was in her closet. The whole time. The whole time. So how about we believe women? Because (laughs) women's stories matter. They do matter. They just matter. And look what happened. Look what happened. Look what happened because you didn't believe her. Um, Gag-worthy plot twist. I mean, perhaps the gaggiest. I think we were all gagged. Truly, I do wish I could go back and watch Saw for the first time. Yeah. And experience that reveal. Because it's a good. It's a good one. It's a great one. It's a good one. I was looking at like reviews, like reception to the movie on Wikipedia, and I was like, people were like reviewing it as like the ending being convoluted, and I was like, not really. The whole thing is convoluted. It's a guy making traps because he's, like, kind of upset at people. Like, yeah. It's not, like, you know? Um, so we have gag-worthy plot twist. Check. Gaslit. Check. Mm-hmm. Free space. Check. And we have character miraculously survives what should have been a fatal attack. With Tap getting his throat fully slit. And then getting up and running around still. <laughs> like, it wasn't just that he, like... Got his throat slit and then, like, passed out and awoke in a hospital. Yeah. It was like he got his throat cut open, got up, and was still chasing the man. Yeah, no, he was doing, like, heavy-duty cardio. Yeah. So, I just... I think that's a little unrealistic. I don't think he would have survived that. (laughs) I don't think he could have done that. But maybe he's also built different. 
Maybe that's what we're not taking into account. This is the segment of the show where we're going to give our final thoughts on our overall review of the movie. How exciting. We've come up with very specific criteria that we're going to judge these movies on. Okay, we're gonna be talking about plot. We're gonna be talking about characters, scare factor, acting, and aesthetic. Bing, bang, boom. So, in terms of plot, what do we think about the believability? I think it's believable that someone would be so petty that they set a series of traps. For I feel like on my pettiest days, that is something I can imagine doing. Yeah. So that no. does feel believable, and that feels believable as, like, a bad guy would do that, you know? Yeah. We also, like, does the premise make sense? If it doesn't make sense, is it at least a good premise? I think it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, okay, first of all, John has brain cancer. So that can start to affect the way that your brain functions. Yeah. Um, but just, like, taking into account the fact that he's been told he has minimal time to live. And now he's seeing all these people around him who are, like, taking their lives for granted. Yeah, I'd be angry, too. And he's just a petty individual, I think, even when he was in full health. Yeah. So, I mean, when it cuts to the scene of him in the hospital when you see Zepko, he's a very interesting man. Like, on the table in front of him is a little doodle of the reverse bear trap. Like, he's, he's petty and he's committed. And he always has been. And we love him for that. I do. Um... What about plot twists? Is there a plot twist and does it add anything? Yes. And yes. Yes and yes. The whole thing is a plot twist. Every moment of this film is a plot twist. It's twisting and turning. It's twisting, turning, we're following it. And I, it, I didn't see it coming. No. And I think that makes, you know, sometimes when there's a plot twist, you kind of like are like, oh, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's going to be the plot twist. But like the first time watching this, I didn't think he was going to get up. <laughs> no, I just thought it was some random dead body. Yeah. It's like an actually gag worthy plot it twist. Is. Do you have any more plot feedback? I don't think so. I think that's it. I think it's a good plot. Yeah. I think it's compelling. I'm compelled. Color me compelled. <laughs> okay, moving on to characters. So, main characters, how are we feeling about their likability? I, we love Adam. He's baby girl. Adam is famously baby girl. He deserved better. He did. He didn't deserve to be left in there. All he did was his job. Yeah. That's it. Sorry that John hates the arts. <laughs> That's what we're finding out. Like, I think. Doesn't support freelancers. <laughs> Um, no, Adam, I think, is very likable. Dr. Gordon, less likable. Yeah, certainly. But, you know, you need a foil, so... You do. There's that. Um, I think... Those are really the only two characters that you, like, know a ton about. The cops, um... Detective Carrie, we see for like two seconds and then she's gone. She doesn't count, unfortunately. She doesn't count. They just said, see women, and then they moved on. Oh, yeah, um, because like, <laughs> there's really not a lot of <laughs> women in the movie. No. <laughs> not at this point. Not, not at this, at this point. point. Um, how deserving is Dr. Gordon? He's the one who makes it out alive of the bathroom trap. 
I just think, you know, like, he really left. He didn't win the trap. He just got he out. He won on, like, a technicality. Yeah, he just got out. Like, Zepp needed to kill him, so he came and opened the door, and that's yeah. really the only reason he got out. And he scurried out. So I don't know if, like, he's deserving or if he's just lucky. <laughs> Touche. That's the question. I think you're on to something. Um, did the characters make smart decisions? I mean, they tried to. They tried to <laughs> fool around and trick people. Yeah, I think, like, based on the situation they were in, there wasn't a lot that they had control over. Like, they did, well, they weren't given room to make a lot right. of decisions. Right. I think the ones that they made were okay. <laughs> and they did demonstrate teamwork. Yeah, they could work together. And that was, I find that important. I think that's good. I, they saw the importance of teamwork and working together. And they said, if we're going to get out of this alive, we have to work together. Unfortunately, that didn't work out for them. But they were on they the right track. They a college try. Yeah. Um, were they so annoying that you started to root for the baddie? I mean, I think with Saw, you're just always kind of rooting for the baddie, no matter. I think in every other Saw movie. Yes. yes. Not in this one. Not in this one. Just because you don't know John Kramer enough. Fair. And so, and then it's like, I care about Adam and I want him to get out. So I feel like in this one, I'm not rooting for the baddie. But in the rest of them. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, background characters, do they serve a purpose? No, they just exist for exposition. Yeah. And the wife great. and kids are just to be like, see, you're kind of not great with your family. Yeah. And then all the other traps are just like, see, we did this before. <laughs> you know? Um, okay. The baddie. What are we ranking the likability of John Kramer? I love him. I think he's fantastic. I feel like my only complaint is that we don't really see a ton of him in this movie. And we don't... Like, you spend the whole movie not knowing who he is. And then at the end, when you realize who he is, you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's pretty exciting. But I think he's very likable, especially as the series continues. Uh, were his actions justified? I don't think for all of them. And by all of them, I, I do mean any of them. There's not one... You know, well, when we move on to the mm. other movies, there's like people in traps where you go, yeah, kill him. Yeah, yeah, Like, this one was like, oh, okay. So like, as we discussed, two people just doing their jobs. Yes. One guy who was suicidal. That doesn't really affect you, does it, John? And then one guy who was committing insurance fraud. And then <laughs> Zep, who was nice to you. <laughs> like, those are the crimes of the people in this film. Um, yeah, I don't, like, I hate to say it, John, but I don't think your actions were justified in this case. Not in this one. Um, I don't feel like any of these people deserve to be in the situations you put them in. <laughs> no. Um, okay, moving on to scare factor. How scary would we say it is? This is not super scary. No. It's more of like a thriller, like a crime thriller. A psychological crime thriller. Yeah. 
yeah, it's not scary. Like, there aren't really jump scares. The gore level is pretty low. I would say, like, it's it's a mild scare it's factor. It's a mild scare factor. Uh, what do you think our chances of survival would be? Depending on the trap, mm-hmm. I think that we have, like, a pretty good chance. I think so, too. I think that, you know, we could make it work, whatever it might be. Yeah. I, I think some of the traps are winnable and yeah. survivable. And I also just think that, like, he would get us, you know? John Kramer gets it. Like, I don't think he would be that mad at anything that we did. No, because we're just little, <laughs> sweetie, cutie angel pies. We're just girls. <laughs> no, John would get it. He would like us. He wouldn't want to try to kill us. He's Peepaw. Um... Creativity. Are the deaths slash kills creative? I mean, say what you will about John Kramer. You can't say he's not a creative man. He, he's doing his little doodles and miniatures. He's got he's a crafty guy. He is. You let him loose in a Michaels, you know he's gonna tear that shit up. He is. I think it's very creative. Like I think it's perhaps the most. Like reverse bear trap? Game changer. Oh, mind. What a mind. What a mind. Um, moving on to the acting. What do we think? Was it good? Was it bad? I think it was great. I think it's really solid acting. I think that literally the scream at the end is mm. one of the most haunting horror movie screams ever. Yeah. The hand reaching out. For the door while he's screaming. Oh my god. The screaming continuing over the credits. Over the credits, yeah. I think it's great. I think it's... And I think also, like, you have somebody like Carrie Elways in there who's, like, like a like good actor. Like, not saying that Lee Whannell is not, but, like, I feel like it it gives it a certain gravitas by having somebody in there. It does. Who's, like, a good actor. Um, yeah, so I think the acting's pretty solid. I think so. I think so. I think we're aligned. Two thumbs up on that one. Um, aesthetic. So, we already kind of talked about some of the aesthetic choices that they make in the film. Um, some stylistic choices, like the blue filter. The green filter. The green filter, the transitions. Um, but what do we think of the setting, the quality of special effects... And the editing. I think that it's very fun that most of the movie takes place in one room. Yes. And that it's not boring to watch them be in one room. Yeah. Like it's still entertaining even though they don't, they're not moving around a lot. I agree. I think that's impressive when the setting remains virtually the same for the entire film and it's still compelling to watch. Yeah. And then they, you know, take you around by flashbacks, via flashbacks. Via so you see other flashback. great places, such as a mannequin factory, a place we all know and love. If I had a nickel for every <laughs> mannequin factory that I've been to. I know. I know. Yeah, and I think the bathroom itself is just so gross yeah. and grimy, and it just makes me personally feel highly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I get anxious yeah. just looking at it. Like, I don't want to be trapped in there. No. No. Like, if it had just been, like... Like, I just feel like the bathroom adds to the the terror of it all. <laughs> like, if it was just, like, a regular clean room, 
What's that doing? Like, okay, like, I still want, wouldn't want to be trapped, but, like, I would be more accepting of it. But, like, I don't want to be in that disgusting bathroom with poop smeared <laughs> all over the walls. Not even if it's in a heart? Not even if it's in a heart. <laughs> so, I think the setting adds to the overall. Yeah, and, like, special effects and, like, all the blood and looked real, looked yeah. good, didn't feel... Like you were watching someone like not cut off their ankle. <laughs> no, like, like you were. I was immersed. It's an immersive experience. It is. It is. Editing crazy, with all the the transitions and the forwarding and the the editing is absolutely bananas, but it in a just good way, kind of adds to yeah. it. And so we love that. So out of five. Saws per oh, yeah. category. That's our ranking system for this season is everything's going to be rated out of saws. Do we want to rate it as a whole out of saws or per category? I think we could do per category. Per category? Okay. Plot out of five saws. I would give it like... Four or five saws. I agree. The plot's good. Like, I think it's a great plot. And the twist is iconic. Right? I feel like I have to give it a five just for the the twist. Five out of five saws. Five out of five saws. Characters. I mean... I think we can do a three. Yeah? A 3.5, a 4. Because there are characters that you're like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Kramer, John Kramer. John By Kramer. the end of that, you're like, I need to know more about this guy. What's yeah. what's all this then? What's, what's this, all this for? Then? Yeah. So you want to know more about him, which is good for a baddie. Yeah. And then you love Adam. You feel bad that he's there. I do. You're like, my sweet, sweet Adam. Yeah. But then the, the like, families and the cops are, like, you know? I do. You know what? Yeah, I think three out of five saws. Okay. We're aligned. We're aligned. Scare factor. Like, one out of five saws. Yeah. Like, our, not... if we're saying that, like, one is, like, the least scary and five is the most yeah. scary. So, five, three point five, four. What are we saying? I thought we said three. I said three. Three out of five saws. And then one out of five saws for scare factor. It's not... It's not scary. It's not scary. Acting? I would give that, like, a 3.5 or a four. I think a four. I think we can give it a four. I think so. For the scream at the end, if nothing else. Yeah. Aesthetic? Um, I'm gonna say five, <laughs> and that's not, and that's not because I think like oh this is just every movie should look like mm. this, but because they said we're gonna make it blue, yeah, and that's our choice, and I think that they committed to it, and for that in my heart I give them a five, and that's completely fair because they did they they made some bold stylistic choices. Yeah. But they stuck with it. Yeah. And I think it paid off in the end. I think so too. 
five out of five saws. Do you agree? Do you differ? I mean, I agree with where you're coming from yes. from this. If I personally, on my own leisure time, were doing this, I would say two out of five. Okay, very different. <laughs> very different. But I understand where you're coming from yeah. with that rating, and I respect it. I just feel like a choice was made, and I think it's bold. And we <laughs> have to respect a choice. That's art. That's art, baby. So overall, mm-hmm. the whole film... Out of five saws, what does mm-hmm. Saw 2004 get in your heart? In Okay, in my heart. In your heart. Which is different than everything else. <laughs> like, different than that. Because, like, we could actually score it properly. No one's heart. No one's heart is, is like mine. Um, I would give it... Actually, I just rated it on Letterboxd when we rewatched it. And I can't remember what I gave it. A four, maybe? Let me double check. I want to make sure I'm giving you the right information. <laughs> this doesn't want to lie to you. A four. A four? Because I think it's a near-perfect film. It is. For what it is. It is. For the time. Of the time. Yeah, and just, like, the genre. I think it's a near-perfect film. I agree. I think a four is also in my heart. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And thank you while we just end. That's it. We did some deep exploring in our hearts. Some of you may be wondering, why is this podcast still called Honestly? And to that I say, If you've completely changed the concept and the content. And yeah, to that we say, shut up. (laughs) Um, But basically, to tie it back to the podcast title, which may we remind you is Honestly, Honestly? um, we're going to do what we are calling are honestly moment okay so for every film and that's what they are they're films films. for every film that we watch we are going to discuss what our honestly moment of the film is and so it's the moment that makes you go honestly "Honestly?" and that can extend that can be honestly like what's going on yeah that can be like honestly that kind of worked or like honestly that was well, I was kind of into it could that. Be like honestly, but it, it could also be, be like honestly. It's like inflection. It's, it's about everything. what's in your heart. It's about what's in your which heart, which is different than anything else. Anything else, <laughs> and we have Actually, always said that. that. Um, so this is that time we're going to talk about. This is the honestly moment portion of the show. Yeah. Take it away with your honestly Mine moment. Mine first. Yeah. Wow. What an honor to do the first honestly moment. I think for me, my honestly moment of this is John Kramer getting up and arching his back in the way that he arches his back. It is slow. Mm. It is sensual. Mm. He is popping out his butt and he's groaning. And it just felt so completely out of pocket that it did make me go, what? What? What was that all? It made you go, honestly? Honestly? And that's my, that's my honestly moment. That's an incredible choice. Thank you. What's your honestly moment? My honestly moment is when Detective Tap gets slashed across the throat and does not die. Yeah. Because. Nevertheless. He persisted. When Zoe and I rewatched Saw in preparation for this episode, I had forgotten that that's not when Tap dies, and so he gets 
slashed across the throat. I made some joke about him tapping out, and I was like, well, there it it's goes. It's over. And then we, like, flash ahead a scene, and oh, no, he's still alive and kicking. And he's sprinting. And he's sprinting. And I'm like, there's no way this man's still alive. No. So that's the moment that made me go, honestly. Because <laughs> I'm just not buying it. No. I think if you get slashed in the throat, you're done. And it, it was And not like, again, not like you woke up in hospital, you yeah. passed out, you didn't succumb. But And it was like, first of all, it was like a big slash. It yeah. wasn't like a little like neck. And it was deep. It was a deep, long slash. Gosh. And then he gets up and starts doing cardio, which like is going to get the blood pumping yeah. out of your body. Out of the hole created in your neck. And I just, I don't believe it. I'm That's sorry. Honestly, good, honestly. Good, honestly. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's the first film, baby. One film down, nine more to go. We've done it now. We are Four in out it. of five saws for Saw 2004. Four out of five saws is our final rating. Um, it is really a great film. I enjoy it a lot. I highly recommend. One of our faves. Yes, which if you've been following along following along with us on social media which we're posting on we okay first of all okay if you have been a long time follower of honestly pod <laughs> which is now honestly a horror cast um you know that we have not always been the most consistent with our posting on social media but get i can't talk you i'm can. so sorry but guess what we're trying with this new era we are all about the posting. We are. So speaking of, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so. You, and we recommend that you do. And frankly, <laughs> we recommend that you do. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Okay? So go check it out. We are blowing up on TikTok. <laughs> we actually are posting on TikTok before no. we just had it. No, like before <laughs> we would like plug this at the end of every episode and be like, yeah, we're on TikTok. But like we're literally posting now. Oh, and also we're on Letterboxd. Yes. Because this is another thing that we're doing. It's that for every movie that we watch and talk about on the pod, we're, and we rate it and review yeah. it, we're going to post our rating on Letterboxd. So you can follow along with us on there to see the movies that we're watching and to see what we're rating them. Excuse me. If you agree or disagree with our choices. Yeah, come interact What's in with us. your heart? What's in your heart? Um, also, let us know what your horror top four is because yeah. we posted ours on Instagram the other week. Um, and I thought that was very fun. I always like to know what fun. people's favorite movies are. So it's very fun and very stressful to pick only four. It is. It's a lot of pressure. Well, for you, not for me. It was hard for me to come up with even four. That's, but that's pressure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so follow us on Letterboxd. That's also Honestly Pod um, and the other social medias that I just mentioned. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, which is still thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. If you have suggestions, like we said, we're doing themes. We're doing franchises. If you have a theme or a franchise that you want us to look into, mm -hmm. let us know. Or let us know what your favorite horror movie is, and we will find a, a, a place for it. 
to slot it into. We'll find a way. Um, we are always looking for suggestions. Okay. Perhaps <laughs> most excitingly, we have a website. We have a website. Which you might be thinking, okay, girls, you had a website before, but we have Things like have a real website yeah. now. Where if you forget the slash home, it's fine. It's it gonna will be lead okay. you somewhere still. It will literally still take you there. So are you ready for this? Get your pen and paper. Get ready to jot this down because our website is www.honestlypod.ca. Dot .ca, baby. Oh, Canada. So true. We are so patriotic. <laughs> we have a .ca we have website. A .ca. We have our own domain. We have our own domain, baby. Can you say that. Um, so go check it out. It looks fucking amazing, and I can say that because I had nothing to do with it. It was all Zoe. Thank you. It looks incredible. Thank you. So go look at our website and just like enjoy because it's Explore. so fun. Explore. There's so many things to click on. So many things. Our bios are on there. Our bios are there in case you're like, this is your first episode and you're like, who are these girls? Yeah. That will there. tell you. Um, yeah. Merch is on there. Oh my God. Merchandise for merchandise. Don't worry, babes. We still have it. Updated. Refreshed. Updated merch with the new logo and everything. Um, but yeah, drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the rebrand. Let us know if you're excited. Yeah. As excited as we are. We are. Um, and thank you. To those of you who are who are old listeners who are continuing and sticking around with us as we Taking embark this on this new journey, um, but we are very excited. So thank you. Thanks. Oh my goodness. I'm There's, sorry. If John can, is scurrying upstairs. <laughs> sorry if you can hear the scurrying John upstairs. John is in all fours again, scurrying across John, the floor. I Please told you not, not to do that while we're podcasting. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Potable Pocket Casts, on the website. And SoundCloud. SoundCloud. How could I forget? <laughs> on the website, there's little VHS stickers of all those platforms. If you just click them, it will take you there. And we might be other places. The podcasting world is very large and very scary, and we're doing our best. We are. Um, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Um, and if you leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts, or I think on Spotify you can do that now, um, send us a screenshot of it. <laughs> and we'll send you a sticker <laughs> when we get them. We are going to have new stickers, so I bet all of you are going to feel pretty <laughs> loserish for not that getting you didn't get the those other ones. limited edition ones, because now they really are limited edition, they're and gone. they're gone, and you missed your chance. So, hmm. hmm. Um, is that it? That's all. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.